0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Superpowers of the Soul. This is Amora and I'm excited to do something a little different in today's episode and dive in deep together about something super near and dear to my heart. That is freedom from emotional bondage. You know, balancing the emotional response is so important. And even so, it can be in my experience, one of the most difficult to bring into absolute harmony. For me, it has been one of the greatest personal struggles along my path. And honestly, when I was much, much younger, it was very hard for me. I really seriously questioned whether I would ever get free of the emotional traps and bondage I felt so tied up in a lot of the time. Been a few decades since those younger years, sure. And since then, I've come to learn actually that so many people experience that same trapped feeling when it comes to their emotional lives. I work with people all over the world, and it seems that no matter where people are from, they almost always share with me some version of how they feel owned by their emotions or their emotional states. You know, they talk about feeling out of control when they get triggered into an emotional reaction. And very often they talk about having zero understanding of how or pardon me, why the trigger even happened in the first place. And so they talk about, you know, vacillating along what I call that sort of crazy eight endless loop between experiencing that out of control, emotional reaction, and then some version of feeling upset. You know, ashamed, guilty, disappointed, whatever that feeling is for losing it, for being so out of control. And this is really not a super fun way to live. <laughs> you know, if you're like me and you're someone who also highly values freedom, then feeling victim to or at the mercy of of anything, but especially our own emotions, our own emotional states or reactions, our or any build to shift out of whatever emotional state seems to kind of has its grip on you, can really feel like a prison sentence, you know? And uh, I really love everything going on over here in the superpower universe and the academy. And I've been blessed to work with Tonya and deeply immerse myself in this kind of whole body of work for a year or two now. And with regards to Tonya's teachings, on managing emotional triggers i so strongly resonate with it it is powerful work and it's it's kind of like being handed the keys of freedom from emotional bondage which is what i'm so excited to dive into today when when tonya talks about moving emotional energy you know how to observe emotions instead of identifying with them which is often you know something we have quite a tricky attachment to when she talks about how to get off that crazy train of trying to think our way out of an emotional trigger. You know, spoiler alert, that is never going to happen. What she's really doing is empowering people with exactly what we need to stand and to face our emotional body and and do what we're all required to do along the way, which is to develop personal sovereignty over the emotional response and to Free ourselves, right? Not abdicate that responsibility to anyone or anything else, but to empower ourselves to free ourselves from any traps of emotional bondage that we all likely find ourselves enmeshed in in one way or another at some time or another. And so it's a process, right? It's a journey because emotional energies usually don't just kind of automatically stop controlling and impacting us overnight. It happens gradually, right? And so What does that process actually look like and how do we best support its unfolding? What are the key techniques that we can really lean into and and put into everyday practice until eventually we realize emotional freedom? and, And all that remains is this kind of harmonious equanimity, you know, this, this conscious and sensitive response to life in all its forms, right? In all the ways it flows through our daily lives. And, you know, it's really not enough to just listen to someone talk about concepts and ideas. It's an important first step for sure, but no matter how much we may mm, benefit from or love that initial inspiration or the wisdom or the transmission, We always also need to take that second step and invoke that law of action to bring those pearls of inspiration and wisdom into our daily lives in actionable ways to make them alive for us. And so that's exactly what we're going to do when we come back from the break. We're going to bring this into the practical and we're going to talk about the top three ways to practice our freedom from emotional bondage in our day to day lives. So stay tuned, stay with us, and we'll be right back. The Superpower experience goes way beyond the podcast. Listeners can connect with hosts and one another inside the Superpower Universe Plus membership. Members get access to high vibe connections, Superpower Masterclasses, and much, much more. Don't wait another moment to step into your superpowers. Go to superpowerexperts.com and sign up today. Hi, welcome back, everyone. This is Amor Kai. And if you're just tuning in today, we're talking about freedom from emotional bondage. And as promised before the break, we're going to bring this into the very practical now. And we're going to talk about the top three actionable steps we can take in our daily lives to free ourselves more and more and more. And the first step, you know, is to really be cognizant to be conscious and aware and in control about what we are consuming you hear that all the time over these airwaves and for super good reason it's super important it's it's so important to be responsible for what we are plugging into you know if we're consuming and we're plugging into and interfacing with highly negative heavy low frequency things by choice We really do have the power and and I would say the responsibility, right? The ability to respond and to take action to make another choice, to unplug from those places and spaces and frequency to consume elsewhere or consume less and create more. You know, at certain points along the way, we may experience times where We have some control over some of the things we're interfacing with, but maybe not others, you know, or so it seems. So we really need to be super sure to use the power of our choice to make the most supportive choices in the areas where we do have control. You know, take a moment, notice what environments, what friendships or social circles or Communities or activities or or entertainments, habits, behaviors, news sources. Take a moment and notice which ones expand you, which ones contract you. Pay attention and notice which ones feel light, which ones feel heavy or burdensome. You know, notice what serves to really attune you to a higher frequency and a higher vibration and what serves to lower your frequency or vibration you know maybe you can't currently control your work environment or a certain situation in your life or a family member's behavior or or emotional state or whatever else that that could be Challenging or triggering for you in your life right now. You know, you'll employ different techniques to support you in those places, but don't pile it on yourself by forgetting about all the areas and spaces and places where you do have the power to choose what you plug your energy into, what you plug your attention into, your emotional body into. Be sure you are not falling asleep at the wheel here. Really take that moment. Choose to be conscious about what you're plugging into and interfacing with and make the best possible use of your power of choice here. It's so important. That is absolutely hands down step number one. Start there. And do it, you know, not just once, (laughs) do it regularly, you know, Um, do it daily for a while and then check in weekly and then check in every time you notice yourself lowering down a little bit or feeling overwhelmed. Just keep up with that process of noticing and checking in with yourself and getting really real and honest there. Okay. Step number two is practice your practices, right? You hear this on the airwaves over here all the time too. And we're going to get into specific practices to practice to free yourself from emotional bondage in this second step. Our practices do us zero good unless we're actually practicing them in real life on the daily, right? And so today... What I'd love to share with you is actually a a super powerful practice called the triad, something taught in strategic intervention training. And it's called the triad because it's comprised of the top three practices that we can use to free ourselves from those emotional traps and emotional reactions every moment of every day that we need it. So imagine the triad is a triangle. And each point is a practice. It's pointing towards a a lens to look through and a practice we can use to respond instead of react to any time we're feeling emotionally triggered. It's kind of like a a three-pointed key that we can use to hack emotional states and consciously shift them instead of feeling stuck or overwhelmed by them or, or victim to them or at the mercy of them. So, the first point of the triad or the triangle is all about focus. Okay. And, and you can just name it focus in order to remember. And maybe you want to draw yourself a little triangle here as, as we're following along, if this is speaking to you and serving you, just as a, a memory for later. And so, one of the ways we get trapped is by our tendency, <laughs> our very human tendency, to make emotions mean something that we can think about instead of simply feeling or observing emotional energy. We we really make up a story, don't we, of personal meaning in our minds. And then we we assign power to an external source as the cause right, or justification or, or thing or person or what have you to blame for our emotional experience, our emotional feelings, our emotional triggers. So when Tonya talks about observing emotions instead of identifying with them, it's like she's giving us the key to freedom here because one of the biggest traps we tend to fall into is this sort of false idea that we can think our way out of a feeling state and when we consciously shift our focus to being the observer and to witnessing any emotional energy that's that's present instead of identifying with it then we are free to simply feel and allow that energy to just move through and on out without any resistance without drama without story and and without the mind trying to think its way out of an emotion which, you know, if you haven't noticed already in your own experience and my experience, I've noticed never happens. No matter how much my mind wants to chew and chew and chew on it, it doesn't change. It doesn't get anywhere. It just stays stuck in it, forever trapped in the chewing. And so it's kind of ironic that it ends up keeping us trapped in that state that we're convinced if we just chew long enough, if we just think about it more, it will eventually free us. To free ourselves from the emotional bondage of a triggered emotional state or reaction, put the power of your focus into action by using a little self-inquiry. The practice here is to take a pause, just stop, pause, and ask yourself one of these key questions. You know, am I observing emotional energy or am I identifying with emotional energy? Is this about me witnessing the emotional energy that's present or is this about me? In other words, uh, am I allowing emotional energy to, to simply move through me or am I stuck? Am I stuck in the mental distractions of, of seeking reasons, seeking stories, seeking someone or something to blame, seeking explanations for this emotional energy? Uh, in other words, to shorten that one, simply ask yourself, you know, is my mind trying to distract me from feeling? That's really short and sweet and to the point. Any or all of those questions or one that you make up yourself that's, that's better suited to you will put the, the practice of focus into action for you here. You know, in our family, we we have a pack to sort of support each other through all of this, uh, through through the emotional minefield uh, that can sometimes be life. And it's truly amazing how much resistance there can be to simply feeling. It's it's actually something that that is incredible to us. <laughs> how every time we notice it. How we can stay so stuck in our minds and really ruminate on things. <clears throat> Pardon me. Chew on things for, for days, you know, sometimes even weeks, rather than just taking a few minutes to pause, to observe, to feel and just let the emotional energy that's present move. And, you know, in, in the, in the conscious parenting coaching world, we talk about teaching resilience in children instead of emotional avoidance, right? And that, that resistance to feeling is what I would call that emotional avoidance. And, and the, the road that we take to teaching that resilience through the conscious parenting lens is, is it's through being able to witness pain and witness emotions and learning to be comfortable in our own emotional skin by being that witness and and we absolutely must be able to do that for ourselves in order to do that for our kids. And so in our family we choose to to undertake this super important, you know, piece of learning together in witness of each other. And now that our children are are so much older, they're in their late teens now, it's so incredible to observe their willingness and their sort of ever evolving ability to, to stand and face the emotional body and to develop comfort in their own emotional skin, while also supporting others to do so as well, which includes people much younger than them, their peers, as well as people much older than them, their parents very much included. It's a really beautiful thing to witness in in any grouping of people, um, but specifically uh, beautiful within your own household in your own immediate family. Well worth the the effort and focus there. Haha, <laughs> no pun intended. Okay. And on to the second point on the triad. The second point on the triad is all about language. And language creates right the words we use create the worlds we experience. I I so appreciate Tonya's lens on language when she talks about replacing the sort of identifying language of, of "I am angry" with the observational language of, "hmm, anger is present, you know, or or, hmm, the emotional energy of anger is present. I'm noticing that the emotional energy of anger is present, or even quite simply, I'm noticing that emotional energy is present. Practicing language consciously this way is so crucial because it's it's absolutely essential to support ourselves, to let go of emotional avoidance and develop that resilience, that comfort in our own emotional skin we just spoke of. And by using language that encourages us to, to, to practice the power of witnessing and the power of sitting with pain and sitting with emotions and sitting with triggered states from a from a place of loving compassion right so put that power of your language into action by using it to ensure that you're automatically observing emotional energy, instead of getting all wrapped up and tangled with identifying with it. So, you know, when we identify with an emotional state by using language, like I am sad, we're making it personal, we're making it about us from a particular lens of our personality. And we're, we're so much more likely to seek that mental distraction in that case out of defense, right? Or or avoidance of pain because it's so personal to our somewhat fragile identity. But when we can observe an emotional state by using language like mm, sadness is present, we're not bypassing sadness, we're not bypassing anything. We're 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 dropping so much deeper right into where we really need to to sit from a place of power with it instead of control, you know, by by even letting go of specifically naming the emotions sometimes and simply noticing that, hmm, emotional energy is present you're actually freeing yourself to be that compassionate witness to emotional energy, which is what allows it to move and transform so swiftly without getting caught up and tied up and mired in the yuck and the muck uh, of the trap, right? Of the emotional trap and making it all about me from that lens of just the personality. And so put that power of language to work for you, to use for you, bring that into your daily practice. And then the final point on our triad, you know, points to our physiology and the power of our physiology. And this one, I feel so strongly about, I feel so strongly about this point and this practice because it is just so powerful and so helpful in the moment, you know, when you're really in the heat of the moment. And also I think because I was, I was so extra resistant to this one at first. And so, you know, it's become my favorite over time um, because it's proven itself to me in its its simplicity, but it's absolute undeniable power. And very simply, it's the idea that we are physiologically you know, doing emotional states. Um, we tend to to think that emotional states are doing us, you know, I, I used to use the language when I was much younger, and suffered from massive states of depression all the time. And I would, I would speak in the language of I am depressed, but I would feel on the inside that I was stuck inside this black, heavy cloud of depression that I was powerless against it, had me, and there was nothing I could do, you know, in the face of it. When it came over me, I, I was just powerless. And so, when I really became aware of this connection between our physiology and our emotional state, and learned how to use it powerfully to my advantage. Uh, it changed everything for me and you can prove this connection to yourself very simply right now let's do it let's take a moment and if you can you're not driving down a highway somewhere you know take a moment and play with me for a minute and just tilt your face up slightly as if towards a big beautiful sun you know stand or maybe sit up a little nicer or a little taller than you were draw the top of your head up towards the sky draw your shoulder blades together down behind you drop your shoulders away from your ears Open your heart into the space you're in. Maybe if you can, even lift your arms out wide and open to the side. Let a big old smile spread right across your face and take a huge deep breath right into your belly. <sighs> how do you feel? Just notice how you feel in this moment through this physiology change and shift that you've afforded yourself do you feel open do you feel happy do you feel peaceful do you feel lit up do you feel excited do you feel energized what do you feel good now just take another quick moment and change your physiology quickly drop your arms down slump in your seat or in your stance and kind of droop your shoulders forward a little bit maybe drop your chin towards your chest let your face fall make a sad face you know, Close your eyes down a little bit, look down your nose, drop your mouth, drop the corners of your mouth. Take a few short and shallow breaths, just, just breathing kind of fast into the upper chest only. And just notice how you feel now. How do you feel? Do you feel a little heavier? Do you feel a little more contracted? Do you feel a little less excited? Maybe you would feel a little anxious or a little sad, a little confused? What do you feel? You know, I suspect if you played along, you noticed the power to experience two very different emotional states just by taking control of your physiology and literally moving your body into different states, into different positions. So hopefully you've moved out of that last one. And if you haven't, shake it all out now, lift your head, smile, stretch upwards, stretch your arms, shake it out however you want. And you know while you can certainly use your power to shift and move your whole body to shift your emotional state like we just did the practice at this point of the triad and the trick is that you can do it all actually just by using your breath alone. You know sometimes we're in a business meeting, right, or we're sitting around the kitchen table, we're we're in a place where it's really not super appropriate for us to stand up tall and take a big breath and stretch our arms out to the sides but we don't have to, right? When we feel emotionally triggered, what happens is our survival brain reacts as though we've kind of just stumbled upon a a big old pride of lions that are about to eat us alive. And it just simply takes over without our conscious consent. It's like a default mechanism that ensures our survival, right? And it it unplugs us from the part of our brain that gives us that more uh, logical, reasonable, sometimes helpful um, ideas and solutions and thought processes. And it goes just straight into panic mode and it starts running for its life, which it thinks is our life. And so... We feel that throughout our system in various ways, but the number one key is that we will either start holding our breath or breathing in a very shallow and rapid way. Which makes a lot of sense if you if you think about it, if you're trying to hide your presence from a bunch of lions who you are certain will eat you alive, you're going to want to hold your breath. You're going to want to breathe very shallowly and you're going to want to, you're going to have an adrenaline rush. You're going to feel some anxiety through your body. You're going to feel some sensation through your body. It's all going to serve to get you out of there as silently as possible, right? But think about how you would feel once you escape those lions and you knew you were safe. Whew think about how you'd be breathing then. First thing you do is take a super big breath into your whole body, right? Deep into your belly. Oh, whew. And probably with a little bit of sound like that, now that you weren't trying to hide right from danger anymore. And truly, all you need to know is that after just three or four breaths like that, your survival brain gets the message that there's no longer any imminent threat to your survival. And it very graciously and automatically actually gives back control to your higher brain. So now you do have access to that prefrontal cortex again, and you, you can make reasonable, conscious, positive choices, however you choose to. And so you can put the power of your physiology into action anytime by practicing four deep belly breaths to override that default setting that allows that survival part of your brain to take over whenever we find ourselves emotionally triggered, right? That part that keeps us stuck in in, in panic or or fear or, or reactivity or whatever it is, and just plug yourself back into your higher brain where we have the power to pause and put anything else into practice that we talked about today right we we have access to our higher wisdom again to make conscious choices and to respond instead of react to free ourselves from the emotional bondage of reaction right and and just empower ourselves with that Incredible ability and freedom to respond. It's so important. All right. Those are the three points of the triad that can serve you on the ground in your day-to-day interactions anytime you know you're in a state and you need to to, to hack your way through that and support your way through that, put them into practice. And that leads us to the third step overall into supporting yourself here. And, and that really is to get involved with community, right? Whether it's with us or somewhere else, it's it's that community that provides that love and that support that we all need to grow, right? And to to break through to whatever the next levels of our own evolution are. And and you know, we're at different points uh along our paths, of course, but Every one of us needs that community space, that that place that provides the love and support that we need to grow, especially in this uh, very tricky area of of the emotional body and the and getting into a place of emotional harmony. You know what? It's just it's not the easiest ride, and so in the beginning or or anytime we need to, it, I think it's important to know that it really is okay to simply come to community to receive, you know, to get filled up, to get loved up, to, to get seen and heard and witnessed and supported, to get inspired, um, to, to help yourself. Sometimes I know we, we always want to give, we always want to contribute, we always want to have something to share, something to offer, but I think it's so important to know that it is okay to come to receive. And then it's also okay, maybe at other times, you know, on places along your path, you, you are ready to participate or contribute within the community in a greater way. And that's great too. It's okay to go in and out of those states and, and put them into practice as you need them along the way. You know, Tonya talks a lot about how important it is to be willing to grow, you know, out loud and and in in person in the presence of others. and And it's true. I really strongly agree with that. And I feel that that community peace is such a key component of supporting ourselves in that way and supporting each other to to face the emotional body and to experience the, the emotional peace and the the freedom that truly does await us. All right. Well, there you have it. There you have it, everyone. I, I sincerely hope these practical steps serve your highest possible good and that they inspire you to really take the loving actions that will help you free yourself from any emotional bondage you may feel trapped in no matter how great or how small. And, you know, if you're feeling ready to enjoy some deeper connection and some deeper conversations, or to come partake of that community love and support we were just talking about. I really hope to see you over in the superpower universe and maybe connect with you at one of the community gatherings happening all the time over there. It seems every week we got something going on and it is just so super yummy. Please go on over to superpowerexperts.com to check it all out and get access links to join in. And until next time, everybody, thank you so much for joining us today. Keep unlocking your own superpowers of the soul and put them to good use, building a life and a world you love. Bye for now, everyone. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to SuperpowerExperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.